Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Forever Dog It is a well-known fact that we here at Race Chaser No, go ahead It is a well-known fact that we here at Race Chaser like to uh, jump in and do a deep dive into some really important issues. And of course, the issue on everyone's mind and on everyone's lips is uh, what happened with uh, the Emmys uh, this year uh, involving Delta Work. And luckily, we have her in the studio to tell us all about it from her perspective. What a privilege. We're very happy that we can um, provide, like... You know, we're kind of like journalisming. I'm basically Diane Sawyer. You got the hair for it. Yeah, I'm wearing it right now. Mm, I love you and a good Diane Keaton bob. Thank you. Yeah. So let's get into this deep, deep dive, dive with Delta Work. work. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Hashtag shit girl, please. Shit girl, which please. I love. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my newest one is um, FWYH. Fuck what Fuck you heard. heard. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's okay. But shit girl, please is like, it's. I don't know why I just what where that started or why it started, but it just did. And I feel like that's just kind of my emotion about whether it's something political or it's something um, that has to do with. Just anything. Yeah. Was I like that it. your stomach? You take it. Yeah. Ooh. You can hear it in the mic. I, I pooped like from that. there. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that one. Do you remember I pooped from there? Oh, you know what? I, I pooped I, from there. I, I, I may be treading on very thin ice here, but I think I might as well just go ahead and say it yeah, because, okay. um, you know, me and Raja years ago and Raya too, because Raya got in on it. Um, we used to always do our sexual moans for everything. And it was basically a way so of good. getting out of something uncomfortable or acknowledging right. something. So, you know, somebody would be like, Oh, you, what do you weigh? Uh. <laughs> and it would be, that would be it. And I would have to bounce too, right? And so then all of a sudden there was a show on Wow called well, uh. Uh. Yeah. I feel like people were in the dressing room and just couldn't think of another name for their show. <laughs> the impact. I'm just saying, you know, the maybe not. Impact. I love those girls though. I love them. Yeah. Yeah. But and, and Rhea, like she still does it. Right. Rhea, but Rhea and I take it to yeah. another level. We actually will DM each other. Oh, she or has text your other. saved. She has oh, them she in her phone. I There's ones that oh she'll God. never like I have a lady bunny <laughs> message I'll never delete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Rhea's too much. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some other lo- it's almost it's actually almost a language yeah it, it honestly is. is i mean yes. it's it's fully i mean it's almost a helen keller level of communication right. 100 um i have a 
random question. I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. Okay. I heard on season three, which we're covering now on pod on uh, Race Chaser, uh, that there was a scene where you're speaking and your shirt changes three times in a conversation. Have you ever heard of that? I haven't, but I believe that. You know, I, I what, in a confessional. I, no, in, in a, a in a workroom scene, the shirt changes and then changes again and then changes back. From what I hear, I believe that. You know, I this is something that I will. Stand by 100%. I'm not embarrassed to say I'm not. Uh, I, there's there's just no way around it. No one. When I was a contestant on Drag Race, no one forced me to say anything that I said. But mm-hmm. what was shown wasn't shown in chronological order. Mine either. So hmm. I'm not saying that somebody said to me, you know, uh, you have to say this or you have to say that. I will say there's times, obviously, when you're like doing your makeup and they're like, oh, can you go ask so-and-so about uh, the time that someone took advantage of her? Or, sure. oh, can you? And you're like, wait, what? I'm doing my makeup right now. I don't, I don't, I don't feel compelled that way. And I haven't gotten to that point with this and person And I don't really yet. know her. Yeah, I haven't gotten to that point Let with this person. Let me ask her about her so, child abuse. Right. Yeah. But I will say, again... What you're seeing isn't always presented in chronological order. So, you know, where we're seated now, the two of you are in front of me and I could actually be talking to you and that could be a cutaway to, well, you, there's four people in that Mm -hmm. area. And, and we know, I mean, when I was, when I got on the show, they said, you're uh, a contestant, but you're also a cast member. We're making a television show. So I knew that there was going to be a level of that. Mm Sure. But again, I I wasn't prepared, I don't think, for what how people would consume that and then how it would come out. Was yeah. it going to come out at all? Was it going to come out like fucking diarrhea? Or was it going to be fucking constipated and stuck inside there forever? You know what I'm saying? But it was a big piece of shit for the most part. <laughs> okay. And you got on the show from a random open casting call across the street. No, I did not. Um, what? I did not. Well, so when I was... Uh, when that casting call happened, myself uh, and Venus were already cast on the show. As well, That's what we were told. Mm-hmm. We had already taken our psyche valves. We had already done all of that. The both of us were at the time working in Dream Girls Review and still do. Um, mm-hmm. Where they and, came and tried to recruit season right. uh, one. Yeah. Absolutely. And um, I don't remember if Venus was there, but I was in San Diego the night before. And it was going to be my first time having sort of a professional photo shoot. And I had paid for it to happen and everything. And then I got a call that, hey, we need you to be at World of Wonder tomorrow. We're going to be doing this the really cool thing that we're the filming. The day before? The day before. <laughs> this really cool thing that we're going to be filming. And we need you to be part of it. And I said, oh, my gosh, I would love to do that. But, you know, I, I already made this commitment. But thanks for the invitation. And that's when I first learned... Well, that's not an invitation, darling. That is a requirement. And right. so I said, well, I'm just not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to recoup this money. By the way, it was probably only like $200 I had paid. But, but still, at the time, still. it was a lot of money that's to me. a nice me. work. Yeah. And they said, if you don't come, you're not going to be on the show. Oh. So you will come. So I did go. And myself and Venus were the first two people parked in that parking lot at like six o'clock in the morning asleep in our cars. And I only saw her because she like rustled over and she had some some big gold thing or something on. And I saw her shoulder and I was like, oh, my God, that's Venus. And I went over and I'm like, what are you doing here? She said, well, they said if we weren't here, we weren't going to be doing this. (laughs) And so we already knew that we were going to be on the show. And I don't know. Now, I can't say. Whether or not they were going to cast somebody from what was there, but I can say that the my sites re- were already done. At those that point. were done, and my reaction was, and I even said, "Did you know I was there?" 
That's not. That's what's her name. That's what's her name. Sissy Debut. I constantly oh get God. tagged in her pictures. Sissy Debut was sitting on the very corner in a, a lawn chair, <laughs> awaiting. She was sure it was. right out here? It was yeah. right here oh, in this wow. parking lot. Okay. Yeah. And so I remember thinking to myself, "Wow, I'm re- I I really am sitting on like the original Alyssa secret. Like I'm sitting on the <laughs> secret, and my friends are here. Like, oh yeah, we might get cast. We might get cast. And I thought. Maybe they will. Maybe they are looking for Ray another person. Ray luggage with her. But I know for sure. <laughs> Ray was sure. She was She's top three. Go, a Ziploc bag. She's a- um, <laughs> she, um, so I didn't, you know what I mean? Like I, 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 I thought, I don't want to lie to my friends, but um, so when they, we, they filmed the reaction of like, oh, you're cast on RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm not an actor. I'm not a good yeah. actress. You know what I mean? I'm really not. You can read it on my face. I, ha- I have no poker face and that's another thing like people will collect these pictures of me and at like reunion shows and stuff like that and my face is always (laughs) right and i'm actually excited or interested but i just like kind of zone out and so you Mm. can read it so i felt like people could read what was happening they're like god this is a little forced like what is she is she really that excited so yeah i was not i wasn't cast from that and i i can't speak to venus i I can tell you what venus told me then but i don't know if she if there was more that she could have said or less that she could have said kissy christmas yeah kissy kissy (laughs) um well i hate to break it to you but it's all a lie the holiday spectacular was actually filmed in august was it (laughs) yeah you know and some people are saying that the Double, which I don't believe. Where? I think in the holiday oh, special, the dance, no, the yeah. dancing lip sync. I believe no, that, that was Michelle. Yeah, I don't believe that, that. was them that's, cartwheeling. That's fake um, news. Do you mind completely. if we talk about the Emmys a little bit? Sure. Um, you have an Emmy in your name for the amazing wiggetry work mm-hmm. that you did on RuPaul's Drag Race season ten. I do. Yeah. Um, and when you were first nominated, I was uh, loud because that's me, unfortunately, about Matthew not being nominated because of um, him being the department head on the episode that was submitted for contention. Um, I know his work wasn't featured on that episode, but as some would argue it was because in the title sequence, he did Rue's hair for that. But there was a lot, there was a more beef online between all the people who wanted to get involved than actually the people who were involved. Right. World Wonder, you and I, I know I reached out to Theron and Michelle and Tom and Randy and Fenton and everybody. I, I have their emails. I emailed them. I told them, hey, a, a lot of everyone thought it was just me grinding an axe when it wasn't me. There were other people. I was just the only one that, right. you know, was in the in the space that they could see. Um, uh, it's been talked about so much. Um, and this this uh, outline says we're going to talk about it now, but we kind of just did. Why well, There was never a beef between you and I. It's, we've always been like, I've always respected you so much and loved you and followed you and uh, appreciated you. And when people on someone in Reddit was saying I was talking shit about you and I was like, I've never made it personal at all. I've never talked shit about her. I love her drag. I tip her when I see her like she's drag excellence. And um, there's uh, there's no beef between us that I know of. And you can confirm that. Yes. Well, (laughs) no, let me let me say this. This is and this is so you're probably not even going to remember this. And this probably sounds like the stupidest thing, but it was really something that was important to me. When we filmed Drag You, we had to go do photos at one point. And so we were we filmed at L.A. Center. And um, we, the see the one that I did anyway. Mm-hmm. We filmed there, and so I yeah we, we did to, the test day where with the camera yeah, block, and that was and fun. We had to walk down and go take pictures, 
And I don't remember, they were, I asked, well, how, how is this filmed? Oh, it's just kind of waist up. It's waist up. And then they said, we're going to go do full length photos now. And I was like, oh my God, like, I don't, my shoes are so ugly. Like I didn't really, I came from the night before. I just threw a bag together. Like I thought they just said, we're black. Mm-hmm. And you said to me, you can't wear those shoes. And I said, why? And you were like, cause the girls are all laughing at those shoes. They're joking, but they're laughing at them. And I was like, well, I don't know what, what I'm going to wear. And you said, you can wear these. And you pulled out a pair, pair of fucking Louboutin shoes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, girl, I will break those shoes. And you said, I would rather you break them than them stand there and laugh at you. And I'm not kidding about this story. This story really happened. And I crammed my fucking foot in those shoes. And I remember thinking to myself, like, wow, like, these were all friends. They weren't really making fun of me or humiliating me. But I was kind of the butt of the joke for the moment because I kind of had thrown myself together. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm not really going to break her shoes. But, well, maybe I am. But (laughs) the idea that somebody was like... No, girl, like, I got you. It's cool. Like, I got you. So when this situation was happening with Matthew, I knew in my mind, this is somebody like protecting the dignity of someone else. Like, that's what this is about. Trying to. And I don't know the inner workings of that relationship because I'm not part of that relationship. And I don't, you know... What's important to me is being authentic, even if it kind of looks stupid to other people. Mm-hmm. I want to be able to know that I, I did what I did and I said what I said. And even if I have to account for it later, I account for it later. But yeah. I didn't want to pretend like that I was closer to Matthew than I was because I wasn't that close to Matthew. I only knew him as somebody who said, this is how you're going to do the wig. Thank you. Hello. Goodbye. Um, I, you know, I. For, for what I was doing, it wasn't something extra exciting to him. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it doesn't have to be compelling to everyone. Um, but I, I didn't, in that situation, I didn't want to pretend I was in more of a relationship than I was with him, but I did have a relationship with you. And I knew in my heart of hearts, this is, I, I, I didn't know also because this was my first time working on a television show behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. I didn't really know what the rules were, what the laws were, or but I knew Neither that. Neither did World of Wonder. Apparently. <laughs> and we're finding out that they didn't know for uh, some time or, or as I've realized, do know, but have taken a privilege into thinking, well, we don't have to tell them. Yeah, we're a special show. We're a special production company. And therein lies <clears throat> where I think, um, Where I feel like the the pink money and the pink light and the pink is um there's like there's advantage being taken in a way mm. by saying, well, we're gay, so it's fine. We're wild and crazy. We're going to do what we're going to do. It doesn't matter. It's fine. This is legendary. This is first time. The house down boots, sleigh mother, like all of that. And it's like, but wait a minute. We're actually, the Academy is an esteemed organization. Yeah. And there are people who have dedicated their lives to working in makeup and hair and lighting and sound and all of these mm-hmm. different things. And so when we were nominated in season, in the first season that we worked on, myself and Raven, and I, I cannot and will not, will not speak about Raven and specifically because the last time I spoke to her was over a year ago and she made it clear we are not a package. They, to, mm-hmm. Together we are not a package and I, we're not going to be considered that way. And I never thought that, but I, I just, I, I mean, I understand that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you were and in the I, trenches with her and started at the same I, that's, time. I just kind of thought there would be that. Yeah. And I realized and camaraderie, you'd work together for a decade. So, yeah. So I feel like, but you know, um, fuck what you heard, fuck what you heard. And, um, I feel like 
since I didn't know what to expect when we were nominated, I think it was just kind of a, the momentum was happening and we didn't even know we were going to be nominated. We didn't know that could happen. What does that mean? What we thought we were just coming here. I thought anyway, I was coming here and combing a wig for somebody I had admired before I even knew what drag was Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. early nineties watching Rue on MTV. I didn't even know that Rue was a drag queen or a man or a woman or trans or I didn't know any of those terms. I just thought, is this a model from France? Is this what they talk about? I don't know. (laughs) And <clears throat> so to have this opportunity, all I was focused on was, oh my gosh, I get I get to play Barbie and dress up with somebody and they're going to pay me for it? Mm-hmm. Wow. wow. Just try to copy what you saw Matthew do. Just try to make something big and blonde and that's what I want to wear. That's how I remember RuPaul. Let's do that. And so in doing so, never in a million years did I think, well, this could lead to an award or a recognition right. because how could it? You've only been doing it for a week. You had, you showed right. up, you showed up and then you had to bre- produce a product the next day. Yeah. So how could you do that when you didn't even have, a, there was no screen test. There was no discussion of, I don't like this showing. I don't like that showing. You just had to figure it out as you went. And then once you saw the, you know, we filmed season nine and I can remember thinking, Oh bitch, every episode I was standing outside like, Oh, I fucking killed it. I can't even fucking wait. The kids are not ready because I turned the party. Mm-hmm. And then a year later, after everything's post edited and fuzzed out and this happens and that happens, I'm watching and I'm like, Oh, they do fuzz? my, well, the hairline, like all Beauty the blurring box. of the hairline. Yeah. <clears throat> and I thought, what did I do? What did I do? Like, I thought, I thought this was amazing when I was there. Like I, wa- I watched and it was amazing Yeah. for one day of trying out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like there was no experience. So Matthew had obviously a long time to create that wheel. I felt going into this, your job is just to keep the wheel clean. You don't have to recreate it. You don't have to redesign. Sure. Just keep it clean, at least for now. Just keep them mm-hmm. there. Some other situation happened that you're coming into. You have no idea what happened. And I really didn't know specifically what happened until a little bit later. Um, and it, that's obviously hard for other people to comprehend. And maybe they don't need to know or from me because I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. I only know from, you know, people that were there. Um, but my, my miss, so I didn't know we were going to be nominated. Once we, once we were, we didn't realize that you could have a say so in what was submitted. You could have a say so like, Oh, this is the episode I'd like to have submitted. Yeah. So they submitted the Lady Gaga episode, which clearly we were not there for. Never, and we weren't even considered because nothing that led up to us being there had even transpired yet. Mm-hmm. Right. So then once we were there and they nominated, the episode was nominated, not only, and you mentioned like Matthew not doing hair on that episode because Rue didn't have hair on. However, it, I, I don't know that it particularly mattered whether or not he did hair now because after ha- now having two years more of experience about the Emmys, if he was department head, Regardless of what work he did, he's going to be on that nomination because he speaks for his team. Mm-hmm. Whether or not he tells Hector what to do on Michelle's hair or any of the guest judges who haven't brought a hairdresser, he's still the department head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he still, his name still goes on that nomination. And so when we won, um, uh, 2018, it was myself and Hector because we were the only two people pushed forward on the nomination and we were the only two people that were there consistently. And I believe for sure there were other hairdressers that were there. And that you were, deserved it. And I thought so. Yeah. And I felt like definitely there was, um, a, certainly an improvement. I felt like there was a visual improvement. Um, I felt like, um, 
there was more of an adherence to the brand, quote unquote, of the look of RuPaul. Mm -hmm. Um, and still, you know, every day it could get better. So the following year was going to be even better. And I thought to myself, when we won that award together, oh my gosh, now we've, we've made it recognized because in my mind, The people voting on this are people who say, out of all the people who have been doing similar work this year, we believe you are the outstanding submission. Mm-hmm. We're not saying that you're the only person, but we're saying out of this year, you've done something a little bit better than everybody else. So we're going to give you this recognition. Mm-hmm. And then in my mind, after receiving that recognition, your job is to go, wow, you're now on a different level. You've now been recognized. Your job is to not only do that same level of work, but take it to the next level so that people can go, wow, guess what? You took it to the next level and you now deserve another award. So sure. I thought, you know, there's a possibility, there's not even a possibility, there's a probability that we're going to win this again. Yeah. If we just keep our fucking nose to the grindstone, keep doing exactly what what is being asked. And when I found out that we, I wasn't going to be on the nomination, I found out through an email from somebody from World of Wonder who said, hey, just touching bases with you again, which I couldn't quite figure out what again meant because I had never had a previous conversation with this person. I'd only seen their name listed on credits and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, what is again? So that before reading the first sentence and then went through and basically the email said, um, and it's just... You're not going to be pushed forward because the Academy no longer recognizes your title in a technical category. And I said, oh, what does that mean? Because I won with that title. I was submitted with that title one year, had the the nomination rescinded, won the second year, and now it's this. Well, unfortunately, this is just the rule. And I said, well, we will need to speak to someone because this is not the rule, I don't think. It's two weeks before FYC. For your consideration, which is about yeah. to start, they don't reenact, they don't enact a new rule on work that's already been filmed a year before. They would have said last year, moving forward, moving forward, new bylaws. There are no black hats allowed in here. There are no, we don't eat in this room. We don't, these, this is an esteemed organization. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if they did give that rule and maybe they did. That it may very well exist. I don't know how to find out that rule. And I tried reading it. And quite honestly, I feel like I'm just as smart as the next person. Maybe not smarter, but You're I just smarter. Couldn't, I couldn't understand it. So I tried, but I couldn't. So uh, people from VH1 said, we're getting in on this. We're going to handle it. We're walking over to the Academy now. Mm-hmm. We're physically walking over. Um, World of Wonder said, we, we don't understand how this could be. We're going to get this fixed. Um, so then I was told that I had to write a letter of appeal. So I wrote a letter of appeal mm-hmm. and I really thought it over and I sent it. It I was, was great. And they I responded. You did. Yeah. They responded back within maybe 15 minutes. Thank you for your uh, well thought out letter. Unfortunately, you have no credit and we give awards based on credit. So I said, well, how do I not have credit? I don't, I'm, I'm not understanding. And then that wasn't responded to. And then people at World of Wonder and VH1 said, you had to be credited as a hair and makeup technical artist in order to be nominated this year. And I said, I understand that. That's not a problem. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. I like Hinge because it's one of those things where you have all these things to answer questions about, and I love talking about myself. Hinge prompts help you show off your full personality and connect with someone who appreciates you. Exactly. Specifically, Hinge's LGBTQIA prompts 
are designed to help queer daters better connect based on similarities, interests, and compatibility. Plus, these prompts were created in collaboration with GLAAD, so they are by the people for the people. Willem, let's answer one of these prompts together. Okay, here's here's a good one. It says, I feel proudest of who I am when... I personally feel proudest of who I am when I'm, like, on stage and I'm doing a show and I'm like, this is... This is fucking great. The audience is there with me. I like that. I feel proudest of who I am when the flight attendant gives me a little nod and lets me know I can use the closet because he knows what's in the bag. Yes. Yes. LGBTQIA plus prompts are a great way to connect around niche yet relatable queer experiences by showcasing your nuances, humor, personality, and lived experiences. Download Hinge and show off your full self using their LGBTQIA plus prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time. All in one place, all on your terms. We all know everything is online these days, and it's important for your business to stand out. And that's why Squarespace is so important. We use it for Drag Queen of the Year, and it was really easy to use. Your Drag Queen of the Year site is beautiful. And I know. Somebody said it took less than an hour to do. Just click, click, click the box. Really quick, really easy. You don't need to learn code or anything. I love that. Uh, we... You can start with a completely personalized website with the new guided system, Squarespace Blueprint. You can choose from professionally curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, tailored to your brand or business and optimized for every device. And then you can easily launch your website and get discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. So you show up more often to more people and grow the way you want. And Squarespace makes it super easy to sell your products on an online store, whether you sell physical, digital, or service products. Squarespace has the tools you need. Plus, you can connect major social and multimedia accounts to your website in a few clicks as icons, direct links, or embedded feeds. And sellers can also sync their product catalog directly with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Google to reach more customers and reduce the steps for a purchase. Love that seller sync. They've really thought of it all. They really have. So head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. That's squarespace.com slash drag to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Why, why wasn't I told? Why didn't? Moving forward, if you would like another one of these awards, you absolutely have to be union. I was told it's advised that you be union if you'd like to work on a show outside of this. But working mm-hmm. here, you're not, we don't have to worry about this yeah. because we have a star request in place. You don't have to worry about any of that. And me never working on a show before, I was going off what they said to me. These are people who gave me a national platform as a drag artist mm-hmm. and you won an platform. Emmy for them. And I thought well, they're not going to, they're not going to like dance around this at all. They're very serious about this. They mean that these awards are for the pink community. Mm-hmm. These awards mm-hmm. are for queer people to go, look what is not possible, but probable. Look what can happen. You are going to protect. I would imagine. I thought I assumed and I should not have assumed mm. that I would be protected at all costs. And I just thought my contributions are here. Now, if RuPaul, for instance, said, I don't like the work that you're doing. You've been here for three years, and I think these wigs are fucking ugly. 
that would be fine. If she came to me and said, I don't like what you're doing. I need to be in a different direction. I would have accepted that because at least it would have been the truth. And I've heard the truth before and I've heard far more hurtful things than that. Mm -hmm. That's fine. But that was never said to me. And I asked, we asked every season, are there any notes? What are the notes from last season? What is more, what do we need to see more of? And what do we see, need to see less of? Mm-hmm. And there was never a wig that I styled that did not go without her approval, without her putting her hands in. I will say many of those wigs, she would readjust and go, okay, see where it is now. Make sure it doesn't move. That's where I like it. Make sure it doesn't move. And so we would have to do that. And of course, you know, many people ask, well, how come we don't see new colors and how come we don't see new this? I was told to work out of a wig wardrobe. And those are those tubs that we spoke mm-hmm. of Matthew having. And many of the pieces that were you've previously seen were not in those buckets because they belong to Matthew. They right. are Matthew's pieces. So I would have to work with that. And there were times when I would introduce wigs into the wig wardrobe that I purchased and I would end up getting reimbursed for mm-hmm. and are left there. Um, and I would never have the discussion that it was something that I purchased. I would just say, Oh, I just found it in one of the buckets. I didn't realize it was there because I didn't, I wanted to not, I wanted to be respectful. I yeah. didn't want to say, Hey, guess what? The girls on the runway are out wigging you and I need to buy new wigs. I never, I didn't want to say that. I didn't want to be rude about it. I figured there was a way around it, but I'm, quite honestly, tired of being the bigger person. I'm fucking over that. I think it's late. I think it's rude. I think it's disrespectful to myself. And I think people need to know the fucking truth. And the truth is that we're, it's, we're not playing dress up. It's not a game of dress up. And it's not, you get to come here because I love you so much. It was, you were local. We knew you would drop everything. We know that you're not the most famous drag queen. So what do you have three gigs to work out out, out the year? You can do that. We can cancel that. It's not that deep. I knew that. I know that now. And I was fine with that. I was great with that because it was giving me three months out of the year where I could go do something and be part of something. It was like going to summer camp. We would call it that. Mm -hmm. And I would learn a little bit more about myself. Like what, what could I do? I mean, in any given day, there would be three to five styled wigs sitting there saying, well, why don't we try this one? Why don't we try that one? And Oftentimes, you know, the, you're dealing with a person as well. RuPaul is, is a person, they say. And um, that, that was the wrong one. Damn. I meant to do this. Thank you. RuPaul is a person, they say. <laughs> and because of that, um, she's going to want specific things. So, I mean, I'm not just doing a wig for a mannequin. I can do wigs for outfitter wigs all day long. I love that. Mm-hmm. But I, what I was always used to was doing a wig and starching the shit out of it so that some queen could throw it in her bag or throw it in her car, take it out, and with minimal pull it on her head and go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then until it started to get white from hairspray and then throw it away and get a new one. But with this no, case... No, make it a bump. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but in this case, it was styling something so that um, so that it could look effortless. And I remember you, you mentioned a word resplendent. Yeah. About a wig. And I remember thinking to myself, okay, th- this is, this is the goal is for it to look like there's not hairspray in it. Touchability, you know sure. that movement, right. the, the pussy willow wigs, that asymmetrical mohawk. Like even when Matthew did make something hard, the ends were still like movable and right. touchable. And that, that was the hard part because, um, <laughs> there, you're still dealing with not having a relationship with someone. And as much as you want to like, let me get inside there and being this close to their face, knowing full well that they're like, uh, you're a little close. And, um, 
so there was that that striking that balance between how do I do this, how do I do it on the mannequin, and how do I how do I convince someone that we've seen this same style three times in a row? Can we maybe change it up? Can we do an updo? Like how how can we? You know, so I mean, again, I'm going on a stream of consciousness about that, but back to the Emmy thing, I never thought that would happen. And so this year when, when that, I got that email, I was like, this doesn't make, I'm, this is not, this is something is, you know, I've said before, and I always feel like your gut will tell you where where to go. Mm -hmm. And and I got a big gut. So I got a lot, I've got a lot to draw on. You know what I mean? I have 43 years of experience and I, yes, I do sit down and watch fucking conspiracy theory shows. Yes. I watch <laughs> fucking ancient aliens, but I also know when someone's bullshitting me and mm. I, I can tell you from a mile away that they're bullshitting me. And I can tell you what color the cow, the shit's coming from. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I really can. And somebody it's not from Butcher Somebody Box. is bullshitting me. Somebody is not telling the truth. Somebody's taking advantage. Someone thought that, well, whatever. You already got an Emmy. Don't worry about it. That's mm. what someone thought. We already got this. And here's the thing. If this was a rule and, and that's the case, we would have known a year ago. And if this was a rule and they were, they were able to rescind this, that means that and I'm I'm going out a limb here, and I, I it is what it is. If it happens, it happens, and if it doesn't, it doesn't. Was I even supposed to be there at all, styling wigs? Because I'm not a union member, right? But and star I've, request. But that's what I was told. Yeah. But as as a non union member, did I win an Emmy? As a non union member, did I? Could that be rescinded? Could that? Could they say to me, "Hey, guess what? We actually looked at it, and we feel so severely about this." We have to take not only your nomination away first year, the second year that you've won. Now, now we're going to have to take away the actual trophy because you did that unlawfully or illegally. But the thing is, all of it was done by a third party who submitted my name. And I sat and I was like, oh, this is what you do this all the time. I see you winning awards. How would I have known that? Mm-hmm. How would I have known that I was that this whatever request or whatever they call it mm. was in place or not in place. And why would they play so lightly with, with someone who believed in them? So, so full. I believe, I believe in world of, I believed in world of wonder. I don't mm-hmm. believe in world of wonder. I believed in world of wonder. And I thought that they gave a shit. Yeah. I thought that they would say, you know, I when when you watch the show and Ruth says, um, "I'm your mother now. We're your family now." I kind of believed, at least for the crew, the crew and the TV show are separate things in my mm-hmm. mind. What you see in front of the camera and what happens behind the camera are two different things. Mm-hmm. We are producing a piece of entertainment. Yeah. I understand that, but I thought since being invited behind and being, you know, standing in a room and watching RuPaul in her, you know, her tights. And her corset and her bald head and watching RuPaul eat Fritos and all that stuff. That's a privileged place to be that I never thought I would have been and actually never assumed that took place. You know, I thought you'd walk into a fully white room and her arms would, you know, come down and snap onto her body. (laughs) And then this would just happen. I didn't know that this was a person just like the rest of us in a bathroom in a nightclub getting ready. And so I thought. This is the real, the realness. Mm. This is the realness. And I'm going to be protected and I'm going to be understood and I'm going to be, um, lifted. We're going to, we're going to lift you. And I felt that way when I got the, the Emmy the first year uh, or last year. I thought, 
standing on the shoulders of so many people for sure for real for real for real zabalk for real <laughs> like i'm here what, what do they say uh some someone walked so i could run or whatever yeah, yeah. Mm. Well, i mean i sat but i mean i, I was like running You're on a in, my mind. in my mind yeah. i was running um and so I remember when we went up to accept our award and, and um, they said, you know, you're department head. So when you guys win, you're the one that has to deliver the speech. But Hector was on the mm. outside where we were seated. So he went up and he knew we only had a certain amount of time. So he thought, yeah. well, let me just get up there and start thanking people. I mean, why not? It's 50% his fucking award. Yeah. yeah. He busted. He's worked on that show way longer than I ever worked on that show. And he knows all those people way better than I knew all of those people. Mm-hmm. So he was just stood there and I remember there was a second where he, where he just kind of like stopped and I knew, Oh my God, we have like five more seconds. And I was like, thank you world of wonder. Thank you VH1. And thank you Matthew, Matthew Anderson. Anderson because I'd mm. never heard his name one time mentioned in full in a sentence since I had worked on the show in 2016. I heard people were told not to talk about him. They may have been. Same I, with me. I wasn't, I know that I never, you know, I, I can say that in, in the room when, there would be reference to Matthew from RuPaul. The, the reference would be he or him. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe that, you know, again, I can't speak to their relationship because they've known each other for many years. And I'm sure there's so much I'll never understand about that. And it's not my place to know about that. It's just my place to know when I'm implicated. And, um, you know, there was another nomination that was rescinded that year too. They fucked with the casting nomination in season nine and Duran's original deal, who was the original casting. He had, since his original casting files for season one and two and three have had over a hundred girls who are who have eventually been on RuPaul's Drag Race in his files. Wow. So OG casting was always supposed to be credited if it was nominated. And when he was nominated, it was taken away. So I there were three out of eight nominations fucked with because World of Wonder didn't do the right thing that year. And it's unfortunate that the burden fell to you guys to try to fix their mistakes and especially you because you had just won the it's stupefying one would think that you win an award and bring attention and accolades for greatness to a show and you might get a raise instead you get the boot warmer sunnier days are calling fuel up for them with factors no prep no mess meal Ooh, i'm thinking something al fresco mm. meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef crafted meals with options like calorie smart protein plus and keto Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. Have you tried the Factors? I've loved the Factors. Oh, it's girl. been the it factor for me, actually, for That's a while because good. there's so many different choices. Like You have 35 different things to choose from every week, and they're all different, and they it's like... I love the I love the variety because with 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore in your mouth. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Keep kitchen time to a minimum. Factor meals are ready in 2 minutes, no shopping, prepping, cooking or cleaning up. Head to factormeals.com/drag50 and use code drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. Ooh, that's savings you can taste. That's drag code drag50 at factormeals.com/drag50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Imagine upgrading your wardrobe with luxury essentials at unbeatable prices. 
Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach. Mama. Okay, so what they do is they send us some credits so we can go on their website and buy some items. I bought this pullover, like, um, this sweatshirt, and now it's, like, my favorite thing to wear. I literally wear it all the time. It's, like, so cute. I've been wearing Quince at least a couple times a week because these basics are so comfortable, and I love them. I was just like, that goes with everything. Let's wear it. Exactly. There's a 100% Mongolian cashmere sweater from $50, washable silk tops and dresses, organic cotton sweaters, and 14 karat gold jewelry. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. Now, Quince offers a range of high-quality items at prices within reach. And Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical and responsible manufacturing practices in premium fabrics and finishes. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash drag. Drag. For free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash drag and get free shipping and 365 day return. Quince dot com slash drag. Drag. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that I, right after that, we were going into production of AJ and the Queen. Oh, which yeah. Which is Rue's scripted show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with Michael Bunch and, and King. And um, there was an assumption from everyone else that myself and Raven were going to just go on to the show. And so mm-hmm. when I um, spoke with um, one of Rue's assistants, it was, um, we're going into the new show. You need to go in and talk to Rue because her character has some specifics that, that the character needs. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. the specific was the character wears red wigs. Mm-hmm. And do what, how many red wigs do we have? Is that going to be enough? And I said, no, it's not going to be enough. And she said, I want you to go online and I want you to shop red wigs. I want whatever you, if you need the wig and the back piece or whatever you need. Dallas Sunset. Right. Strawberry Sweetheart. Mm-hmm. So we went on and I, per, I, I, we did a, an order for, I want to say 20 different wigs. And I remember thinking, fuck, now I get to fucking do something people haven't seen. And mm-hmm. that is a, a library a show with all these brand new wigs and people are now going to be able to see her in this light that I've always loved her in, which is red hair. I They're love gonna, her in all, all right? her. Remember the Ho 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 album? Yeah. Shit. Well, that wig still exists. Oh, Matthew told me. Yeah. It's actually was on, um, I think it was on two, two, uh, season 11 and something else where she wears the blue and green thing. Anyway. Um, so I remember thinking, fuck, you know, now we're going to be able to do this together. We're going to do a chapter that no one can take away because it's a scripted show. Mm-hmm. And and she was fully on board. So then when negotiations came about the show, they said, um, so the show is going to film a little bit differently because it's going to be filmed at a different studio. It's not a World of Wonder production. It was what whoever. It was through Netflix, but it was okay. Warner Brother or something. I don't know. Um um, she's. Go- I said, well, how many days a week is she going to be in drag? Well, it's going to be similar. She'll be in drag two days. So she'll be in drag or out of drag, in drag. I said, okay, so we're there two days a week. Mm-hmm. Sounds like. Um, no, you'll be there. Uh, yeah, yes. Originally it was yes. You're going to be there uh, every other day. I said, cool. Then it was, well, actually they're going to need you there every day of the week. And I was like, well, why? She's not going to be in drag. Well, you'll be there doing hair on extras. And I said, oh no, I don't do that. And they were like, well, what do you mean you don't do that? I said, that, that's not what I signed up for. I, I came to do the star's hair. 
Yeah. That's it. And the, and the the key and the star hair artist does not do extras. That's not what I was told. They said you have to do you have to be here 5 days a week and you have to work on all these different people. What? And I said, "But I I don't have a hair license. I mean, I don't have a a, a union yeah. uh, license whatever." And they said, "Well, then you can just come in and do nothing." And I said, huh. what would he mean? Do nothing. I would, what would I do? Hmm. Well, whatever you just be there. I said, how about this? I really want to be able to do my shows that I still do. Mm-hmm. And I'm absolutely, I know you can't give me a schedule in advance the way we do drag race. Even if I just knew a few days in advance when you were going to need me, I could cancel out work, get somebody to cover me and be here. But I would like to be able to still show my face at the venues that pay me weekly mm-hmm. and be able to do this. I can make the commitment to both. I really live less than 25 minutes away. It, it's it's no time. And I promise you, I will drop anything you need. And they said, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. It doesn't work that way. You're either here full time or you're not here at all. And I said, then I can't be there at all because unfortunately, my partner and I share one car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My retired mother lives with myself and my partner. We have things to be responsible for. Mm-hmm. And I am not going to make that second to this. I wanted to make it equal to this. And I don't know why that's unreasonable. And then I even threw down, listen, I just won an Emmy. I think that separates me a bit. And I think it gives me a little bit of leverage to say, I've shown to you my dedication. I stood by when you let my award be taken away from me. And then I stood by you when you were quiet. Yeah. And I didn't, I didn't get loud. I didn't make Facebook videos. I didn't go live talking about Matthew. I didn't do any of those things. Yeah. So now that I've won this award, you can't say to me, we've seen for two years that you've, that you've been trustworthy. We see that you've shown up on set at five o'clock in the morning because you lived so far away driving to Simi Valley and parked your car on the street and fell asleep in the car every day that you were to be here. We see that you've made that commitment. So since you've made that commitment, we're going to allow you to only work the days where we need you to work. I don't know where that's unacceptable or where that's extra. Yeah. I don't know. I, and I even said... Just pay me for the days I'm there. I'm not asking you to pay me the whole week. Pay me for the days that I'm there. Let's set whatever day rate you you think is right and we'll do that. Mm-hmm. And even to other people that I've had this discussion with, they were like, well, actually, you shouldn't have told them to what you, what their day rate is. You tell them what your day rate is. But I didn't do that. And so then they said, fine, we're, we're moving on with another hairdresser. The hairdresser there is absolutely amazing. I've seen him on Instagram. He's wonderful. He's seasoned in this business. And has done gorgeous work that I've seen. And I'm so excited about that because I'm a fan of RuPaul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of looking at RuPaul. I like to look at RuPaul. Gorgeous. And so to see somebody else have that opportunity who probably is way more well-versed in the rules and regulations of this and will not let it happen to them um, is a good thing. Um, but now thinking back to this situation, it's like, I don't know what why it was unacceptable to say, so is it okay to just get paid on the days that you need me? Like, could I, could I comb the wigs and then I, I can't legally go in and touch people's skin and scalps. I'm sorry for trying to obey the rules. I, is that I'm you, it's okay for me to not want to be kicked out of an organization or considered to be back into that organization. Mm-hmm. So then they said, well, no, 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 you can, you know, just join the union, just join the union. It's only mm-hmm. $5,000. Just join the union. And I said, well, let me be real. I'm going to be very extra real. My end game was to always work on RuPaul. Once offered the opportunity, I said, all I'm going to do is work on RuPaul. And you can't of course, get any higher right. in and our of course, industry. And as sad as it sounds, you know, I, I like, maybe it sounds sad to other people. I like 
styling wigs for random queens. I like it when they're like, hey, do you think you could do a big black wig for me? You saved my life with a blue wig in two days once. Oh, I remember that. And I still have it. It's great hair. I love that. Yeah. Um, I can. So I like doing that. So if somebody comes to me and I I have three wigs sitting at home, I like doing that. I wanted to be able to do that as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I figure I can do that. But what I thought was, why would I join the union to work on a show that is going to be aired one time and then may or may not be picked up, may not be picked up, may not be picked up again. Mm -hmm. And then what am I going to do? How am I going to get more hours for this light? This, this union thing? Why would I spend all this money? $5,000 is a cute chunk of money. Um, Then what am I going to do with it? Yeah. You wanted me to do it just to prove to you that I could do it. How many more times do I have to jump? How many times, how many more hoops do I have to go through for you to prove to you? I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I'm 43 years old. I don't own a house. Mm-hmm. Why would I spend an extra $5,000 to take away from the dream of having security just to prove to you that I went over and comb red wigs on a show? No, I'm not doing that. So then he went into, they went into that or around the holidays last year, I sent Rue an email. I have Rue's phone number right here in my phone, but I thought, don't bother her. I've always heard from Joelle and other people. Don't you bother RuPaul on the phone? Mm-hmm. Send her an email. And I've watched her every morning as she sits and checks her emails and eats her breakfast. So I thought, I'll send her an email. And I said, hey, Rue, holidays are, I don't want the holidays to get away from us. I know you're busy filming AJ, blah, 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 blah. Just wanted to let you know that I'm absolutely in place for Drag Race UK. I'm I'm excited about it. I think we're going to do great things. This will be our second time to the UK together because we went last year when we filmed the Pirelli calendar. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. It's going to be great. Um, you did the Pirelli calendar? We did, yeah. Oh, Cool. And so, uh, she said, uh, so I sent the email. It was pretty long because you know, I'm verbose and I say too much and thanked her. And I thought now she's going to get back to me with great. Sounds good. Let's loop in with so-and-so about four days passed. And somebody who's written three books wrote me three sentences that said, Hey D AJ has me swamped from here out. I'm using the other hairdresser. I'll let you know if I ever have any extra work. And I thought, extra work what what is extra work like i don't i'm not doing extra work i'm doing your work i'm doing what we did together like you wrote three books you couldn't say hey girl i hope you're doing well isn't it wonderful that we won an award together i think this is great listen i've changed my mind i'm going in a different direction i would like to be using this person from here on out you've been amazing i hope wonderful things for you but the thing is that's what I, I shouldn't, that's what I needed from her. And I shouldn't have expected that because you can't expect you from other people. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And that's what I did was I expect, well, I just assumed that you assumed. I assumed that you're in the field. You would give another drag queen the same courtesy. I thought we said love. <laughs> Everybody said, I love. I said love, not click like, <laughs> like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I'm not getting, I'm not getting the, 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 there's a disconnect here. So then I thought, it's fine. It's the UK. They're going, they're going to the UK. It's different. Maybe it's that union thing. Maybe that's what it mm-hmm. is. That's fine. Whatever. So then that time passes. And then I loop back in with the same people that I would loop in about summer work. And I said, Hey, just let you know, I'm, I'm around. I don't know what days we're blocking off for summer, but I, I just need to know. And then the message I got back was from here on out. We no longer need your, these were the words. We no longer need your services. Thank you for your time. And I thought, Okay, so you didn't need me on AJ because I didn't do what you said. You didn't want to take me to the UK. Now you don't need me for all stars. Now you don't need me. I, what What did I? 
at this point, there's a pattern. There's a pattern of exclusion, purposeful exclusion. And I don't know if it's because... (laughs) Another unpopular opinion, you know, several people of consequence in network have said to me, there's only one drag queen from RuPaul's Drag Race with an Emmy, and that's RuPaul. And you remember that. And no one, I'm not saying that someone said those were reasons, but I will say that that was said to me. You take it for how you take it. No one said, here's a rule. Here's a reason. They just said, just think of this and remember this. I also heard from several people that, you know, on social, even on social media, strangers that comment, do you think any of this has anything to do with the fact that you're the only person who publicly fr- uh, at the awards recognized Matthew Anderson? Are you the only person who discusses him besides Willem? I don't know. Uh, is it? Is it not? I mean, is it ancient aliens in my mind? Is it, is it, I want to believe? Is it, I don't want to believe? Is it aliens? I don't know. I, I, the, the only, um, positive spin I could put on something that I would say to a friend like you who is dealing with all this is um, people have revealed their true colors Mm -hmm. numerous times and uh, now uh, you don't have to work with people who don't have your who don't have your the best interest of the people that they work at with at heart you know like it's it's nice to create and it's wonderful to feel appreciated by people in your industry and all that but um even when you do your job and those people and you excel at it to that point and then you you credit the right people you did everything right you won you thanked your predecessor you you were gracious you didn't pop off online you were available you were on time Everything you did was correct. You were you were funny and self-effacing back on season three when you said you were a farty Mexican man and and you did I read? Sure, I read. And like you were, you've always been drag excellence, and um, nobody can take that away. I appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a nice thing to hear. You know, it's just it, it's you know, I it I toss it around all the time in my mind because. I don't know if it's because I'm an only child or because I'm an Aquarius or it's because, you know, I had a single parent or I don't know what, what it is or if it's all of those things, but I toss it around in my mind. Like, okay, what if I, was it this day? It was this day. It was this word I said, (laughs) or was it the, I mean, you know, maybe I said too much to Rue one time, you know, there was a time I can remember when there was an instance about a, a, a wardrobe issue and fixing the wardrobe issue. And I can remember I've never said this before. I can remember her saying to us when we were helping her, um, am I going to have to do this myself? When are you going to use your head? That was the statement. And there were three of us in the room, three people that uh, that work with her intimately. And I remember laughing it off because I thought she's not, she's nervous. You know, she's got a lot going on. There's a big name here. You know, I don't know what those shoes are like. How could I know what those shoes are like? Mm-hmm. I haven't been, I'm not at 60 years old doing drag and have, all these expectations of people on me. I've never done that. But I remember trying to break the ice with that. And I laughed and I said, Oh girl, like you're going to do something for yourself. (laughs) And everyone got quiet and I, everyone got quiet and I laughed and I was like over here at a table and I looked up in the mirror and I thought, Oh, I shouldn't have said that. Turn in your key card. I should not have said that. I was just, I was just, I thought we were there. I, I, I heard the loudness. I heard the, I thought, 
girl, we get it's cool. We get it. You're uncomfortable. You don't want to be in fucking drag, drag all day. Queen. You're in drag for 14 hours. That's uncomfortable. Let's just break the ice here. It's it's fine. It's funny. Like we're 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 playing around. We're real. We're real. You've got no hair on your head. Like you're wearing earrings. You have scotch tape holding your head up. Like let's you know we we get it. Like we and the world gets it. But the world doesn't know that how how much work you're putting into this. And I know how much work you're putting into this. So let's just laugh it off. And I remember thinking, was it that? Was it me saying that? Was it me asking too many times, hey, how about we kind of frame your face a little bit more instead of pulling the hair off your head? How about we just do more of this instead of this? And then, you know, was it that? Was it, um, I don't know. Was she, it could be, it was, it, it, I'm never going to know. Yeah. I'm never going to know. I'm never going to know. But what I am going to know is that there were some, there was someone or several someones who didn't give a shit. Who had every opportunity to make sure that we were never back in the 2016 situation, but managed all the way to 2019 to make sure that we were right there again mm-hmm. and said, this doesn't matter. It's just some queen. It's just some queen who used to be on the show that's over here combing wigs. Fuck her. There's a million other queens out there that can come comb a wig. In fact, there's plenty that are not in front of the camera still. There's many that don't go on their social media and, and say what it is and how they feel. Because she does that. The movies are back, baby. And if you're looking for a weekly podcast to keep up with all the new releases and all the hottest news and rumors coming out of Hollywood, check out Movies Baby with Five Wise. Is Emma Stone on track for greatest actress of all time? What's the best Godzilla movie of all? What's up with John Cena? Love Lies Bleeding? We'll take more where that came from. What movie should have won Best Picture at this year's Oscars? Hint the name of two months and they ain't close together those are just some of the topics we've discussed on recent episodes of movies baby every week on movies baby forever dog co-founders and lifelong movie fanatics brett and joe break down the hottest movie news review the latest releases shout out forgotten classics and prophesy the future of hollywood you can listen to movies baby wherever you get podcasts and you can watch movies baby live every thursday night on YouTube at Movies Baby with five Y's. Movies Baby! I can remember when, in 2016 going to all these little parties that they invited us to go to and, and the nominated makeup artists did not want to go to those parties. And they said, it's important that you go to these parties because we got to have the visibility. And I fucking hate going places by myself in full drag. But I'll do it. And I had to do it for them. And I did it for them. And yes, I had a great time when I was there. But you know, you're at these parties where there's not one other queen or one other sort of ally there. And you're like, oh my God, these people are like, what is this fucking drag queen doing here? Mm-hmm. And you know, for as much as we think that make the makeup artists and the hairdressers uh, of, of the union are funky, artsy Mac people. There are many not. Many of these are moms that have been doing this for a long time, dads that have been doing this for a long time, or people that are just seasoned that really are like, why are these drag queens showing up and showing out when they were here combing hair? That's why I didn't go to the Emmys in drag, because I thought, I'm going to make a concession here. I want these people that nominated me for a technical technical award to not see what they see in front of the camera. They're going to see me for what they, what they voted for. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. thought, it's like showing up to court and going, I've, I've got to put a suit on. I would have loved to have worn a cool dress and and had a good time, but I wasn't nominated for my drag. And that's another thing. I wasn't nominated for what I do in front of the camera. I was nominated for a technical award in the dark. 
who is that hurting? Who is that risking? Who is that? Why is that dangerous? Like, it's not, but that visibility is so important because there's other people out there. I did an interview yesterday with Condé Nast magazine and the lady said, so let's talk about, she didn't, she didn't even know about any of this. She didn't. Not a word. She was asking about, it was about queer artists who have been nominated for Emmys or have won Emmys. And I was like, I started talking about all this and this phone was so silent. And she goes, well, I don't know how much of this I can use. I said, you can't use any of it, baby. I don't think you can use any of it. That's not what your article's about. Your article's about what, what me talking to you about being in community college and going and being a queer artist 20 years ago. That's what your article's about. And I understand that, but I'm going to tell you the truth because she asked her, her final question was, what did winning an Emmy do for you? I said, it didn't do shit. You know what it did? Winning an Emmy was the beginning of the downfall for me. It was be the beginning of the end of my relationship at World of Wonder. People all the time, oh, you're going to be on All Stars, baby? No, I'm not. And I was never interested in being on All Stars. Why? Because it's too expensive. Because I don't have the money for that. So and I don't have the time for that. I don't have the physical stamina for that. And I don't have the emotional stamina. The girls that go on All Stars are actually All Stars. They're willing to look above and beyond themselves and to be able to go, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. And whether or not they win, they walk away was a testament to their character and their fortitude and their ability. I don't have that. Hmm. I have that in other ways, but I don't have it in that way. Do you know what I mean? It's not better. It's just different. I, I joke around all the time. Raja one time said that she's Robertson and I'm strip mall. <laughs> That's the way it is. I'm fine being strip mall. I'm fine. You know what I mean? I'm five, six, two There's all the way. Everything in a strip mall. Yeah, like nail place, yeah. tie place. Oh, I want pizza but too. That's me. That's me. I'm five, six, two all the way. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm Norwalk, California. That's just who I am. I'm not saying it's like more real or more this or more that. It's just who I am. It's how I was. Uh, my word means a lot to me. Even if I have to, you know, uh, mayhem the other day was leaving for a gig that she did last night. One of the black girl magic shows. <clears throat> And she needed a wig and I was supposed to go oddly enough, do another photo shoot mm -hmm. with Morgan and the wigs I ordered in the, and I started doing, it just wasn't it. And I thought she's mm -hmm. expecting this from me. I told her I would do it and she leaves on a flight at a certain time. So I called Morgan and I said, baby, I'm not going to be up at eight o'clock in the morning to be in Riverside for this shoot. I have to finish something that I gave my word to. And maybe it's not that big of a deal to other people. And maybe once the wig was done, she could have said, well, I could have just bought a wig in Chicago that kind of looked like this. No biggie. Mm -hmm. But I knew what I said. Yeah. And so those people across the street told me the same thing. Well, you're, you're my family now. We're your family. I'm your mother. Well, if you're my mother, how come I'm not under your wing? Like, I, how come you're not talking about Alyssa's makeup palette? How come you're not talking about Willem's makeup palette? How come you're not talking about Alaska on iTunes? How come you're not talking about Adore? How come you're not talking about Kasha Davis reading to kids? How come you're not talking about any names. of these things? It's robotic at this point. I don't, I don't want to hear everyone say love. I want you to actually give me love. I don't want to fucking hear that shit because I'm tired of it because it's being spit out like a fortune cookie and it's old and it's not new and it's not authentic. Yeah. I would rather you just say to me, bitch, I don't like you. I don't see you. I don't get you. I'm not into it. Then <laughs> touch me peripherally. <laughs> All, all those things are 100% fine. She could be a bitch. She could be an asshole. Absolutely. She could be a wonderful person too, though, obviously. But what's not fine is what they did, trying to erase another queer artist, queer people over across the street, erasing another queer artist's contribution to the arts. 
But oh, Sam what? just said, but your voice, your voice, you've already, you spoke it's loud stupefying. enough. Yeah, you spoke loud enough. We don't need you to go anymore. So we're going to cap your voice right here. Your voice has been capped on one Emmy. That's it. You're not going to do anything else. I mean, the work we did on this, the, the, the fucking Entertainment Weekly, that one cover of the that year. That cover of the year with the presidential, that navy was blue there, dress. Oh, bitch, was there, I love that navy Was blue. there a mention? Like, you know, there's that too. I mean... Can, can the, yes. the most disgusting... Can I have a drink of this water? Who's ever it is? It's yours. Oh, yeah. it is? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> the most... The most disgusting thing I've seen this year was I, w- I wanted to buy Rue's Guru book because I liked all her other books and I w- and she's, she's got some great <clears throat> ideas. And I saw the cover and I was like, oh, cool. That's a Matthew picture. I knew exactly which dress. I knew exactly what hair. I think it's that mother of the bride one, right? That gorgeous tan that you love. It's that was the cover of... here or something. That was the um, cover of uh, Life li- Working At. Okay, not that one. But so, they use the, um, I think the season five or the all-stars sort of goddess, the all-stars one goddessy look on Guru. Yeah. So for Guru, the the title, the credit says it's a Matthew Anderson hair job, makeup job, photo job, and retouch job. Mm-hmm. And the, the uh, photo credit says photo courtesy of World of Wonder. It's like you can't even wow. put the dude's name. He did that for you. I mean, he did it for him too. That was his job. He was there to make money and stuff. And I know his <clears> tenure <throat> was cut off, and it 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 wasn't from all accounts. Uh, me as a friend, I saw him alienate people at the end, and he was going through stuff. And that kind of you know, you put that aside. Like give the give a fucking queer Absolutely. artist his credit. It's not ninety two where all of us are dying of AIDS and everything, and like all the queer arts are just like you know being stripped away that I, happened it, it, I feel and they're like, trying to do it again yeah and i feel like it is uh, with their platform it is their responsibility they should be more principled and say well we say all this about inclusion and we tell you on episodes of drag race but what about w- when when the credits are done and they and, and they're done rolling like what 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 else happens are you really about that or are you about that life because you know people always say like well, I'm that bitch. I'm that bitch. I, I say what I I say what I say, and I don't give a fuck. And if you hit me, are you that bitch or are you that girl? <laughs> are you that bitch? And you stood up for yourself. And because see, I'm not living. I'm not going to live on my knees. I'm no. really not. I'm not. Same. I don't. I don't care. And if that means that I have to go work, you know, in a little a little barber shop that is part barber shop, part nail shop, part eye waxing, then that's where I'll fucking work. Because I would rather be honest about it than walk around. <laughs> oh my God. Hi sis. Hi sis. I'm tired of hearing that. I'm tired of hearing that from people that don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to hear it. And then you're not going to tell me that because I don't believe you. And you know, I said the other day to somebody, Pearl wasn't lying. Willem's not lying. I'm not lying. It's that simple. It's that fucking simple. And, um, uh, and you know, there are, there have been people, well, RuPaul gave you a platform. Yes, she did. She absolutely did. I can remember when I had my own show at a fucking club called Encounters in Pasadena years ago. My very first show was like twice a month. RuPaul came to that show two times wearing a cowboy hat, this oversized gross leather jacket, like not the style wasn't what it is now because it was a different time. Mm-hmm. But she came there and I remember her saying, and I, we were like, oh my God, that's RuPaul. I think that's RuPaul. Mm-hmm. And she had a couple of kids with her, younger kids, friends. And um, she said, how come you guys don't have a spotlight? I said, 
we just don't have anyone to run it. We never have. She said, everybody on stage deserves a spotlight. Let me run your spotlight. And she ran our spotlight. And I have five other people that will attest to this really happening. Mark. I have a photograph from that time. She came back two weeks later to the show again and ran it again. And I remember she drank a beer at the time. I don't know if she was not drinking. I know she's not she's a person who doesn't drink. Mm-hmm. But I remember her having something. I don't know if it was a fake beer. What do you call it? Near beer. O-duels, yeah. O-duels. Whatever the, yeah. That or a re- whatever it was. It was out of a bottle. And I remember her doing that for us. And the b- spotlight was busted. And at the time, it was like me and Psychedella and Morgan McMichaels. And we all got ready in a tr- out. We would back Psychedella's truck up to the fucking club in the parking lot that shared a wall with houses. It's now like a Metro PCS store or something. But it was right off right, right off Sierra Madre foothill area. Uh-huh. And we would do this show there. And I remember Rue saying to me one time, you know, these reality shows are a big thing. There's eventually going to be a show about drag queens. It will happen. And this was the only thing at the time was like the real world something. It was just before 2000. Yeah. And then when it happened, you know, I I guess it's – I said it earlier. I guess she – World of Wonder and RuPaul are not – it's not just that they're not who I thought they were. Maybe they just weren't who I needed them to be. And maybe that's not a fair expectation of me, but I think it is a fair expectation when you are a company that has so many people below you that are powerhouses that, and you are the voice of the queer community. You have to take responsibility and go, God, this is tough. But if we're going to lay claim to it, we're going to have to do the footwork. We're going to have to be responsible. I mean, why not just call and say, listen, Delta, we don't want you to have to talk about this. We would prefer that you didn't, but we fucked up. We fucked up somewhere. It fell through the cracks. We don't know how to tell you that we're sorry, but we're sorry. We don't know how this happened, but it did happen somewhere. We trusted someone in the company to do this and they didn't do it. And we just assumed they did, but they didn't. And you're going to have to fucking accept this $30 flower arrangement. <laughs> you know, so, something, what you would do for somebody. What you would do to any you, other person if you a fucking, fuck up like yes, that happened. When you wake up late for a gig and you call and you're like, girl, I'm so sorry. Fucking, I overslept. I'm fucking sorry. I'm a human being. I fucked up. Mm-hmm. Where's that? Where is it? Just the ownership. You know what I mean? And this past year, several things have happened that led up to this that I, again, ancient aliens, something like that. You know, I, I, I was supposed to go do a speaking engagement with somebody at World of Wonder who invited me last year to do it. And then, um, last year I wasn't able to do it. So this year mm-hmm. they said, Hey, that speaking engagement came up again. It's in Orange County and we know that you're not far from yeah. there. And, um, you have now, we really want you to do it because you have a different viewpoint to bring the sh- the, the class is about, um, television production, specifically reality show production. Mm-hmm. We always have a few Queens. We have PAs. We have directors, makeup artists. We want you to be there because now you can speak from in front of the camera, behind the camera and with an Emmy. And so will you be there? And I said, I'll absolutely be there. Well, we'll pay for your, your, we'll pay for an Uber. I said, you don't have to do any of that. I'm right there. No biggie. I, I appreciate this opportunity. I can't wait. You know, I talk fucking way too much. I'd love to be there. So I don't hear from them for about a month. And then I said, Hey, just looping in about that event. Oh yeah. Sorry. Oh my God. The event's been canceled. It's been canceled. I do, we don't know what to tell you. And I said, Oh my God. Well, if anything comes up again, let me know. You know, I, I adore you and I'll totally be there. And this is someone we both know quite well. Um, and so I said, uh, when, well, we all three of us know quite well. Um, and so then I remember the day of the, ev- the event rolled around and I didn't know it was the day of the event because I wasn't thinking about it. Mm-hmm. And I was just sitting on my phone looking at Insta stories and a couple of girls from Drag Race Insta stories come up. Hey, everyone. Guess where we are? We're on the five freeway on the way to Cal State Fullerton. What's up, bitch? Check us out. And I was like, 
and the camera moves over and the person that booked me for this and then unbooked me, by the way, it was just a free appearance, um, like looks over and moves the camera out of the way. And I was like, <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. You had them come, you pick them up all the way from West Hollywood in the Valley. I live right here. I was going to drive myself there. Mm-hmm. You offered to take me to lunch and I said, I didn't want you to have to do that. So it's all good. You don't have to pay for anything. I told you that my friends work at Cal State Fullerton and I actually don't even, I could go get free parking. Like, and then now this happened. So I immediately screen grabbed that story and I sent the screen grabs to this person's email and I said, thanks a lot for fucking nothing. Find your fucking balls. How dare you? This was not even about World of Wonder. It had nothing to do with World of Wonder, but something tells me again, that gut feeling why would you just exclude me from something that you've been trying to get me to do for two years? And then I agreed to, and then everything built up around this was the only person that could speak on this. The only person that could have anything to say about this lives adjacent to this place has agreed, has been the one reaching out to me about, are we still doing it? Hey, is it still, I'm just, are we good? Cool. Mm -hmm. On my way. Oh no, it's canceled. Oh. Oh, when you can do better and you don't, I think that's a problem. And, um, I'm, I'm, uh, we're gonna take a break for a second. Well, you could wrap up what oh. you were gonna say. I, I, I'm, I'm just stupefied at this kind of thing because I, I, I understand. I'll, I'll play doubter for doubt and Thomas for one second. When I was speaking up about stuff and other people were speaking up about stuff, it's hard because World of Wonder has given most of us the biggest break we will ever have in our life. Absolutely. Thank God. I'm gratitude is not conditional in this case, but. It comes from speaking up what's right or keeping a job. Michelle's known Matthew 20 years. Michelle knows you. Like, she knows what's right. She knows. And I, I tweeted a congratulations to Hector for doing hair with a wig that he did for me and <clears> said <throat> he makes Michelle Visage look like a glamour assassin every, every episode. Absolutely. And congratulations. Mm-hmm. And she replied back, um, I, I, I agree and everything. And I wrote, well, I'm sure you, you'll agree that Delta's did a great job on the wigs too. She was right there. And I know that you have her ear. We are not just people who are ungrateful for the platform who want to use us and then, you know, put their foot on our necks. It's, I don't, it's, um, not my, I'm at a loss for words and I'm, I'm sorry you're going through this and I'm glad you got your Emmy. Uh, you deserve it. And now, uh, now you can work for people that that will treat you how you should be treated, probably. You know, I I I, I felt like when all this when I was actually there, I never felt like I was treated bad. You know what I mean? Like I always mm-hmm. thought, oh, this is I'm part of this. Like yeah. I was never told you weren't or you're not. But when all of this transpires later, it's like you're putting a cap on something and then acting like 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 nothing happened like don't say anything don't say shh i mean that's like stockholm syndrome like that that's how i feel <laughs> like i feel like there are people there now one recently spoke out about well the reason that i wasn't nominated is my own fault i heard that on a microphone i heard that on a microphone i wasn't nominated because it was my own fault now i can say that i haven't been there since last since the last time we filmed which was uh last summer so summer of 2018 i don't know what this person has heard from summer of 2018 to the time that i heard them speak today maybe they were told something differently maybe they've been given new information that i've not been given but based on last you know this past week that is what this person said to people on a microphone in west hollywood 
I was, and they didn't speak about me, didn't, didn't say a word about me. I'm not going to say that they were implicating something, but in their mind, they said they were not, they were not nominated because of paperwork they did not take care of. Wow. So there's that. (sighs) Well, who wants to take a deep dive into the DMs? Well, um, uh, well, it's been really amazing having you here. I'm Thank glad you. you came in. Thank you. And I, I didn't know like any of the stuff that happened, so it's really good to like hear your perspective and Thanks. and hear you know. Do you remember happened. when you um performed um <laughs> rain at your lounge years ago and pe- there was like a go-go dancer peeing on you? Do you remember that? <laughs> what? I swear that happened well, at your lounge. Think we did that at here. It was, I swear we did it was it here. I'll always um, love you. Echoplex. At Echoplex. Echoplex. Peed on at, two guys. Uh, yeah. Two, two, uh, two guys in pig masks. I was thinking about that. I, don't, I, don't I was thinking about think that on the way here. Did I do it at here? I thought it's you did. It's hard to get someone to pee oh, on, on you. It's like challenging. Oh, some, to, it Boomer Banks was supposed to pee show. on me once. I got him a leather dog mask. It's he hard. Was my, he was my, um, dog, I was doing, and some will come out tomorrow. Vicky was the son. I was Andy. Hot is a Forever Dog podcast. Produced by Big Dipper. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarchet. Our theme music is graciously provided by ATF Enterprises Incorporated Limited. It's hot.